Hi, it's Pete Price. My podcast this week, oh my word, the man doesn't talk publicly a lot. It's Jimmy McGovern, the man who gave us Cracker, Hillsborough, Moving On, Broken, Accused, Priest. The list is endless. The awards he's got are endless. He's an amazingly talented man. And guess what? He's going to be doing a questions and answers. He doesn't do it. You want to know more about it? Listen now to my podcast, ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy McGovern. Liverpool Live. Jimmy, first of all, thank you for joining me tonight. You know I'm one of your greatest fans. I respect and love your work so much. And you have done so much for television. You've done so much for drama because what I love about your work is you never lie. You tell the truth. And if if the truth doesn't come out, I'm sure you'd even pull the drama because you'd be that passionate about it. What makes you Jimmy McGovern? Very kind of you to say that, Peter. I, I, I just think uh, our, our job is to tell a story uh, to such an extent and with such intensity that the people watching it totally believe it is real. And anything in, that gets in the way of that has to go. You know, that, that's my approach. O- other writers have uh, different approaches, but that's mine. And I think that's why it, it seems true because I put so much effort into trying to make it as true as possible, only to make it as convincing as possible, you know. Do you get really screwed up when you're writing? Do you have nights where you can't sleep because you're so passionate but you're angry what you're, about what you're writing? Because that's what come over, comes over to me in your uh, drama. I think it depends on the project, you know. Um, and I think as I'm getting older, I definitely am getting lazier. Um, and I do not work as hard now. Everything takes longer, you know. So, I mean, I've I, I started to write a drama about a man who comes out of prison having committed a, a heinous offence, you know. And I started to write that before, before the start of lockdown. Right. And I'm still on page 10. Wow. You know, and that's... Uh, I think 15, 20 years ago... I'd, I'd a blitz through that, uh, but I don't. If I if I ever do get to write this this thing I'm trying to write, if I ever do get to write it, I think it will be a better drama than the drama I would have written fifteen or twenty years ago. You know. That's interesting. You're talking about that time ago. Um, I think it was about 1998, and you stopped me in my tracks with Priest. Wow. Uh-huh. And that, and beautifully cast, beautifully uh-huh. cast. But that piece, are you a religious man within yourself? No, I'm not. I've no faith at all. And I've been open to it retaining all the time, you know, but it never has. I was a Catholic boy. I was a very pious little Catholic boy up until the age of about 12 or 13. But then I lost it. And um, even though I've been fascinated by the Catholic faith all my life, utterly fascinated by it, I have never subscribed to the faith since that day when I was about 12 and it left me. It's interesting you say that, Jimmy, because I've lost my faith and I spoke to Bishop Tom about it and lots of people, and I'm open to it because I see people with faith and I get, wow, I wish I had what they've got and I don't know what it is. Yes, And, and of course... It's a thing to treasure the older you get, mm. but but the older I get, 
the less chance there is, it seems to me, of my faith ever returning, even though the older I get, the more I feel I might need it. Yeah, I <laughs> you know, because yeah. we're, we're going to we're going to face a pretty pretty bad time at some point in our lives soon, Peter, aren't we? And it would be good to have, you know, to have to have the support of the faith. But sadly, no, I haven't got it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad you said that. that. That really, we're singing off the same hymn sheet. I found myself, and I wrote about it in my column. I found myself praying and then slapping myself, saying, "What are you doing, you hypocrite? Yeah. What, what am I doing?" Yeah. And it's because I'm older and I'm yes. looking yes. for health. Yes, and and even though I have no faith, uh, there have been times in my life when I've made deals with God. Hmm. You know, you do this, God, and I'll do this, 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 and this, and. Sure enough, if God did do it, I would do this, that, this, and this for about for about two hours. Yeah. And then I'd forget about it. I'd forget about my side of the bargain, you know. Yeah, I know so what you mean. It's strange the things we do. I think we're all, at the very least, we're superstitious, aren't we? Which isn't that far away, maybe, from faith. Yeah. Your love, I've said this before and I'll say it again because it makes me laugh. I went up to Bishop Tom, who I got so much time for, so much respect for. And I went up to him and I said, Bishop Tom, I've got to tell you, I've lost my faith. He said, you'll find it. How are you? (laughs) He just dismissed it and went, that's my type of religious man. I I loved him for that. I loved him for that. Yeah. And we've got a lot of priests uh, um, who are just like that. As a city, I think we are blessed with wonderful priests, you know, priests who get their hands dirty, Mm -hmm. priests priests who help the people, you know, and they are not always spouting the Ten Commandments and aspects of faith and whatnot, you know. Uh, They they see their calling as the helping of people. Yeah, absolutely. Jimmy, are you one of those people as a writer that wants the pieces together? And I know you've got this fantastic, well, you've done other stuff, but you've got this fantastic relationship with Colin McEwen and LA Productions, and it works so well. But are you one of these that sits back and looks at something and goes, I've done that wrong, I should have done it differently? Yes. Uh, Yes. Um, Often... um it's ve- it's very hard. It's very hard as a writer to say uh, I was totally to blame for that, you know, because um, often you aren't totally to blame. No. The, the blame is often shared, you know. But um, I think uh, I think uh, a lot of the faults are down to things like casting, uh, choice of director, maybe, you know, um, uh, just just being uh, extremely unlucky at the time of the shoot, you know. But if you get the wrong director for the piece, uh, it, it, it can cause ructions, you know. It can do. So So there often, um, I would say the only time when I have been probably totally to blame for anything that was below par was with a film called Heart many, many years ago. Right. Um, and I wrote Heart for all the wrong reasons, you know. Um um, it, 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 it just wasn't me, and it, it didn't work. It didn't work at all. Even though it had some good actors in it, it didn't work at all. And I would accept total blame for that. But for everything else that's been below par of mine, and there have been many, I'm afraid, uh, I, w- I would accept portions of the blame, but not all the blame. You know. It's it's, it's interesting you say that because I always remember when I found out about something like this, Alan Bleasdale, when he wrote No Surrender, he stepped away from it. He was so upset with the director. So I, yeah, I know what yeah. you mean. If you I get, understand the, if you get yeah. the wrong director, it, it, yeah. it, 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 it's never curtains, you know what I mean? But it's never as good as it could have been, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, 
uh, it, it's often or, or often it's it's a hell of a lot worse than it ought to have been. <laughs> Jimmy, is there uh, one drama you have written that you can say I stand by that completely and think I was just spot on, or are most of them like that? Um, the, well, it depends on the type of drama you mean. If it's um, if you're talking about the, the, the kind of campaigning drama I, I, uh, I've, I've done quite a few times, mm -hmm. I would say Hillsborough, you know, but we couldn't do what we wanted to do, you know. Um, yeah. This was in the early days of the Hillsborough campaign, uh, and we didn't know then what we now know. Mm -hmm. uh, but insofar as we could, I think we went as far as we could, you know, uh, uh, and um, I, I would say... Everything that came afterwards proved that what we were saying then was true, and we all know that now, don't we? You know? We do indeed. We so, do indeed. Uh, but, but there are other things, other other things where you 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 kind of write fiction, but obviously it's it's it, it's based on an, an awful lot of truth, you know. And I, I would put time in there. I would say we got time pretty right. Mm -hmm. We got prison pretty right, you know. Uh, the only thing we got wrong in time was um, where there was a lack of boredom, you know, and the, the, I, I would suspect that the biggest case of a prison is the boredom. Yeah, and that you must know? be difficult but to put out in a drama. Put yeah. boredom on screen, isn't Absolutely, because you know? then you're bored watching it. Yeah, you're bored watching it, you know. Um, yeah. You've got a fabulous wife. What's it like being the wife of a writer, especially a writer as passionate as you? Is it a difficult life? <laughs> Totally ignores all that. <laughs> she just, she does. She, she, she's got her own life. Uh, totally her own life. You know. She, you know. Uh, uh, um, uh, Eileen works in cancer care as a volunteer, as yeah. you know, Pete. Yeah, yeah. And so she, she puts, she puts an awful lot of herself. She put, give, give, she gives her family loads of time. You know what I mean? Yeah, obviously, yeah. but she puts an awful lot of time and effort in, in, uh, into this cancer care charity, which is called uh, Breastmates, and it's, uh, it, it's. Uh, the operate up in Prescott. Yeah. You know, in the shadow of the new theatre. <laughs> up in Prescott. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic. Now, Jimmy, you're doing questions and answers, and I was bowled over you doing it, but shocked, because I didn't think you did things like this. No, I don't. I, 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 I tend to shun that, that uh, an awful lot of that. Um, but this, <laughs> this has had a long history, because I was first asked to do this about four years ago. And um, I said I couldn't because it's in September and, we, and we, we normally go away on holiday in September, but we stopped doing that recently anyway. But I said, well, I can't do it because I'll be away on holiday. So they arranged it for the following year and something else happened. Then they arranged it for last year, of course, and it was COVID. So again, it was put back. So, so I, I heard myself saying, look, I will definitely do it next September. So, so it was inked in. This has been inked in about 18 months ago, <laughs> this, this, uh, this particular date, you know. So, um, but, uh, but it's because it's Smith Down Road as well, you know. Um, I, I, um, uh, I spent a fair bit of time in Smith Down Road. You know, we used to have a house up there, yeah. you know. And it's, um, it's, it's a lovely part of the world. Is, you know. And it's in the church, isn't it? In Ullet Road. Yeah, it, it's uh, at the Unitarian Church. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Are you nervous so, about I'm this? Looking forward to it today, oh, you're looking forward to it? Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> It'll probably be a disaster. <laughs> yeah. Do we know who's going to be asking the questions? 
no, I, I don't, to tell you the truth. Um, um, That's going to be interesting. I, 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 I probably should know, you know. You but, should. Uh, um, <laughs> I probably should know, but uh, it's on the 23rd, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, 7.30, yep. the Unitarian Church on the 23rd of September. Um and I should know who's asking the questions, but as far as I know, there'll be a few questions asked of me by the interviewer, and then it will be handed over to oh, the so, audience, yeah, and the audience will be able to ask questions. You know, it, it's going to be interesting, Jimmy, because you are a private person, and uh, I yeah. just, I was, it just stop me in my tracks again over this because I went, wow, Jimmy's doing that because it was a long time me getting you on the radio over the years but uh, you now trust me and you know that I'm a great fan so hopefully yeah. that's, that's oh, how yeah. it works, yeah. you know. No, I've, I've always ducked and dived all those things, you know. I, um, 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 often... Um, Often I've refused to go down to the BAFTAs and things like that, yeah. you know, because uh, I just, I, I, I just, I've got other things I could be doing, you know. No, but you've got to, you've got to, you've, yeah, but, yeah, but you've got to go to the BAFTAs to get Colin off. <laughs> <laughs> He would love to win a BAFTA, wouldn't he? Oh, he, he has one. Yeah, he got one. It was an RTS. It was a. I think he won an RTS, RTS. Yeah, Television yeah, Society yeah. Award, didn't he? Him but, and you together, the passion, because you're both from this part of the woods, and this is where you've stayed and kept your same as Phil Phil Redman. It, it, it's a thing, isn't it, about Liverpool people? There's a lot of Liverpool people will not walk away from this city they want to work here yes yes uh, and I, I think it helps because uh, I'm a writer and if you are a writer you can work anywhere mm. you know uh, um, and uh, you know I, I actually work in a hut in my garden you know but it's a city I love and the older I get the more I love it have you found this Pete oh, yes. the older you get the more interested you are in architecture <sighs> I've, yeah. especially walking, uh, because yeah, when yeah, you drive, exactly. you miss so much, and yeah. I've been doing so much walking, and you look up when you're walking, you don't when you're driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just a city that's full of wonderful architecture, isn't it? Uh, only today, um, I was, I was down there, this is not architecture, obviously, uh, but I, I was down on the Pool Promenade, and I've seen the Mersey in many guises, mm -hmm. but today, it was the stillest I have ever, ever seen the Mersey. Mm. It was like somebody had poured oil all over it, almost. It was so smooth, wow. you know. And, and yet it was deep. It was deep, you know. It, it was almost high tide or something, but so smooth. <laughs> it was an incredible sight, you know. Tell me, yeah. you just described the Mersey beautifully then. As a wordsmith, do you ever yeah. run out of words? Do you ever think, why isn't there a word to describe that? Describe the Mersey. Or yeah. anything. I mean, anything yeah. as a wordsmith who's writing all the time. Yeah. I think it depends on what language you're using, you know. Because uh, um, I, I spent a, a, a fair bit of time uh, over in Australia because I worked with Aboriginal people mm -hmm. on a, 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 an Aboriginal TV drama over there. And um, I'm not sure how accurate this is, but uh, Aboriginal people, there are lots of Aboriginal languages anyway. Uh, but uh, in Aboriginal languages, in, in those Aboriginal languages, they have dozens of words for water. Oh, right. You know, there are various types of water. Um, so I, I think it depends where you are. Well, if it, uh, an even more, uh, an even closer one, uh, um, the, the, uh, 
you could say, wouldn't it be wonderful if um, if we only had a word for pleasure, pleasure at other people, pleasure at the pain of our friends, you know? And the Germans have one, Schadenfreude. Really? You know? So I, I just think it's. It 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 it, I, it 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 depends where you are and who you are and what language you're using. You know, there is probably an exact word for the Mersey so deep and so smooth like that today. There probably is an exact word, but I don't think there is one in English. You know, in the early days when you were uh, um, writing, were you frustrated at the uh, the way your hands were tied over swearing? I mean, swearing isn't the be all and end all, but it is in real life. Yeah, but I think there are more important things to talk about than that, Pete, when it comes to drama. I, 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 I know, I, I, I know, you know, you, you know all the scallies and the way they yeah. talk, every yeah. other word is F, you know, you know all that. Uh, yeah, but, but weren't you constricted by the television? Weren't television saying, no, you can't say that, you can't say that? Yeah, but it didn't bother me. Ah, right. I thought, right. I thought there were more important things. I think the most, the most important battle I ever fought on TV, and I lost it, was in uh, 89 after Hillsborough, and I wanted Brookside to do a story about the mass burning of the Sun newspaper. Right. Um, and I fought for that story and I lost it, you know. And that, to me, is far more important than whether what the actual words we can use. Mm -hmm. The kind of stories we tell, that's what matters, you know. Not how we tell them. How we tell them is important, I know, but, yeah, yeah. you know, whether we can use a swear word here or a swear word there, yeah. that's, that, to me, is not really important, you know. It would be nice if we had total freedom, yes. Yeah. But I, I wonder whether it would get a bit boring. You know? <laughs> Do you get frustrated at um, TV these days? Do you see all this reality as cheap, nasty TV, or do you like any of it? I just don't watch it. All right. You know, <laughs> uh, I, I, I just don't watch it. Uh, I, I, you know, I, um, I, tend, I tend to watch a TV that's got brains. Right. You know, <laughs> I, um, I love to watch documentaries, you know, and yeah. good drama, good, solid, respectable drama, you know, and good comedy, you know, all that stuff. But stuff with brains in it, you know, there's an awful lot of stuff that's got no brains in it at all, isn't it, you know? Um, and it's an insult to the people. But but maybe it's not an insult to the people, because uh, often, off, often you can turn your brain off, sit down and watch it on a Saturday night. You know, I've done that as well. Yeah. But I can't particularly say I enjoy it, no. you know? Jimmy, I'm not going to keep you much longer. I'm talking to Jimmy McGovern. He's on a, a fantastic thing in Smithdown Road. It's called the Smithdown Road Littest. Littest Festival. Littest Festival, upon 2021. Well, I hope you enjoyed that with Jimmy McGovern. If you like my podcast, why not subscribe? It's totally free. It's Pete Price, and it's my podcast. Liverpool Live.